let's peek into the clues God gave us since creation about Jesus' birth. Welcome to the audio blog of J.P. Cross Ministries. Our goal is to glorify God by simplifying seminary-level biblical content and making it real through practical application to the everyday Christian. For more information, please visit our website at www.jpcross.org where you can also find the transcript of this article. We pray you will be built up in the Lord Jesus Christ as you listen. Article title, Not an Ordinary Birth Remember the feeling you experienced when you kept a promise? More than that, remember the joy when someone fulfilled their promise to you? What if that fulfillment came after a time of waiting? In Jesus' birth, God fulfilled a multitude of His promises. These promises were made many millennia before they were fulfilled. But God never forgot them. In fact, He carefully orchestrated and brought about the events exactly the way in which He prophesied them. In that sense, the birth of Jesus was not an ordinary birth. It was a marker of God's faithfulness and shows that God is in complete control of all things. His words are true and they will never fail. The First Promise Ever since Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, God promised a Savior to not only undo the curse of sin, but also to crush Satan. We see this in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where God promises a seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent, Satan. This promise was fulfilled that night in Bethlehem because Jesus was that seed and he would eventually crush Satan's head and his dominion on the cross. Subsequent Promises To Abraham When God called Abraham, he promised him descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And in Genesis chapter 22 verse 18, God promised him that through his seed all the nations will be blessed. Peter interprets this seed to be Jesus in Acts chapter 3 verse 25 when he's preaching to the Jews. Paul also, in Galatians chapter 3 verse 16, associates this seed to be Jesus, Abraham's greatest descendant. In Jesus, all the nations will be blessed when they turn to him in faith. When Jesus was born, God's promise to Abraham to provide him a seed to bless the nations was fulfilled. To Moses There was not a greater prophet than Moses in the history of the people of Israel. Moses was the one who gave God's law to the Israelites, and even today he is greatly revered and followed by devout Jews. But in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 18, God told Moses that he will raise up a prophet like him and that the people are to listen to this prophet's words. God did raise up such a prophet on the night that Jesus was born. Jesus was that prophet who brought grace and truth just as Moses brought the law. John chapter 1 verse 17. 
And in Jesus' birth, God's promise to Moses was fulfilled. To David King David was a man after God's own heart, and because of his zeal for the Lord, he wanted to build God a temple, a dwelling place for God's presence. But God told David that it would be his descendant and not him who would build the temple. God promised that he will raise up one of David's descendants to be a king forever and that his kingdom will have no end. And this king was Jesus who was born in the lineage of David. He did not build a temple with stones but his own body. John chapter 2 verse 19 and 21 which is now his church. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 And moreover, as God promised, Jesus' kingdom will never end. Luke chapter 1 verse 33, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 11. The birth of Jesus was the fulfillment of God's promise to David to provide a king from his lineage who will reign forever. To Isaiah There is no clearer promise of a virgin conceiving and giving birth to a son than in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. This was God's sign to the people of the household of David to show that God will deliver them. In Isaiah chapter 7, the deliverance was against the Arameans. But that was not the only purpose of the sign. This was also God's sign for his people that he will deliver them from all oppression. More than 700 years later, when Jesus was born of a virgin, Luke chapter 1 verses 31, 34, and chapter 2 verse 7, God's sign was manifested. His promise of a deliverer was fulfilled. To Micah While God promised to Isaiah the manner in which Jesus would be born through a virgin, to Micah, God promised the exact location of his birth. Bethlehem was a small city of little significance in the clan of Judah. But in Micah chapter 5 verse 2, God chooses this city to be the place where a ruler for him would be born. Centuries later, wise men from the east see the star of the king of the Jews and come to meet Herod. The priests and scribes in Herod's court confirm Micah's words of a ruler coming from Bethlehem. Matthew chapter 2 verses 2 through 5. The wise men then find Jesus in Bethlehem and worship him. Jesus' parents, Mary and Joseph, did not live in Bethlehem. They lived in Nazareth of Galilee, which is about 93 miles or 153 kilometers from Bethlehem, about a week's journey by foot with a heavily pregnant woman. However, God orchestrated the events, including the census, the time of birth, and the arrival at Bethlehem to ensure Jesus, his ruler, would be born in Bethlehem according to his promise. Jesus' birth in Bethlehem fulfilled God's promise of a ruler coming from that city. To Jeremiah When God's people in Judah were mistreated by their leaders, God denounces these false leaders and promises to raise up a righteous branch who will do justice and righteousness in the land. 
Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 and 6. Jesus was that branch because there was no unrighteousness found in him. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 22. And his judgments were true. John chapter 5, verse 30. In the birth of Jesus, God fulfilled his promise he made to Jeremiah. Conclusion In the birth of Jesus, God made a loud proclamation that his promises to provide a savior, a deliverer, a prophet, a ruler, a righteous judge, an everlasting king, and our salvation were fulfilled. He has proved himself to be faithful. Jesus' birth was not an ordinary event. It was God, the Son, entering the earth in human form. He who was the Lord of the universe took on human flesh to redeem humans. He did this for his name's sake, to be true to his nature and to his word. It was also his love for his people that caused him to be born as a child. This is worthy of celebration, not just on Christmas Day, but every day and every moment of our lives. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. Visit us at www.jpcross.org where you can find the transcript of this article and more information about us and the work we do. If you want to get in touch, email us at info at jpcross.org. Until next time, let us grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ.